The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Go to Health. Great to be back with you this week. I love doing these shows. We have another wonderful guest coming on today. And let me introduce this by saying, if you constantly find yourself adhering to your diet perfectly for a couple of days, only to find yourself caving and uncontrollably binging on any kind of food, and then feeling guilty for your lack of willpower, today we're going to help you understand the fundamental mistakes that cause this cycle. We're going to explain why trying to double down on discipline and willpower is not the solution, and how to get out of this binge and restrict cycle for good. My guest today is Sabrina Magnan. It's M-A-G-N-A-N. She is a certified health coach who helps women stop binging and feeling controlled by food without dieting or giving up the foods they love. She is board certified by the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches, and she's a graduate from the Institute for Functional Health Coaching. She's a nearly professional ex-dieter who serves a community of over 1,300 members filled with high-achieving, driven, and ambitious women who are ready to say F you to dieting and who are finally ready for a lasting transformation. She has a thriving health coaching practice helping clients from all over the world pursue true, optimal health and create lasting changes in their life through an evidence-based framework, finding freedom and joy in their healthy habits and healthy, ha- but, I'm sorry, healthy by habit is Sabrina's motto. Welcome to the show, Sabrina. How are you today? I'm wonderful, John. How are you? Good. And where are you uh, calling in from? I am in Montreal, Canada. Great. And you have clients from around the world. You do all your um, sessions online. Yeah. So I work with a lot of Americans, um, some Europeans. I've worked with people in Australia. Great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So. Tell, let's just kick this off. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make when they're trying to improve their health? Let's talk about the relationship with food. Absolutely. So um, before I get started, I'll just mention that the people I primarily work with is um, people who have this long history of trying every diet out there. So they've gone on Weight Watchers, intermittent fasting, keto, calorie counting, the list goes on. And this usually stems from this initial desire to shrink our bodies, to lose weight or a fear of gaining weight. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that people will do is they start becoming hyper-focused on, okay, what should I eat? And what shouldn't I eat? And we start doing all of this research and there is no shortage of information out there about a million different people telling you a million different ways to eat. Mm -hmm. And the more we do this research, the more we try to understand, okay, what are other people doing to lose weight? What works for them? Then the more confused we get the more overwhelmed we get. And when we don't 
understand what works for our bodies. When we are constantly looking outwards on other people telling us how to eat, Mm -hmm. other people telling us the way that our bodies function, the more we lose sight of what our body is actually telling us, the signals that our body is telling us. And so we lose sight. So one thing that I focus on and I teach my clients is how to become, to rediscover the internal intuitive eater that we are born with. Mm -hmm. And so I can talk about intuitive eating a little bit if you're not familiar with it. Yeah. Let's talk about intuitive eating because before the show, you were talking about how people can sometimes see that this is a war and, or a battle and that food is the enemy. Um, Exactly. Talk to me about intuitive eating and how we stay away from that kind of probably unhealthy um, approach towards managing the way we look. Yeah. So we are all born as intuitive eaters. Think of kids or toddlers. They cry when they're hungry. They will not stop crying until they get their needs met. But the same way they don't have problem turning away when let's say they're breastfeeding, they turn away when they've had enough food, when they grow older, they don't have problems leaving food on their plate. We have an internal mechanism that regulates how much energy we need, how much we need to sleep when we need to pee. We don't judge, oh, well, I feel my bladder's full. I need to go to the bathroom. We don't judge that. We don't try to delay it. But the more we grow up with these messages about how our body is not enough, how we cannot trust ourselves, the more we lose that ability to internally and independently regulate our food intake. Mm-hmm. And that intuitive eating, it gets that intuitive eater, it gets buried with the more diets we do, because the more diets we do, the more disconnected we get from our own bodies. Mm-hmm. This is a very common complaint or struggle I hear from the women I work with is I just don't know how to eat anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know when I'm hungry. I don't know how to stop eating when I'm full. I eat when I'm emotional. Food is my comfort. And that's because you've completely lost touch of how to work with your body. And every day you're working against it. Yeah. And so how do we get out of this? What's the, this feels like a, just a Gordian knot that gets tighter and tighter to where people are really become unhealthy. Yeah. And what's the way out of this? Yeah. So that's the thing. It is a vicious cycle because the more we go on diets, the more we start feeling obsessed with food Mm -hmm. because what diets do is they make you become hyper aware of it. They make you restrict certain things. So let's say you're doing keto or you're doing low carb, then you're taught that carbs are bad. You need to stay away from it. And what that happens, what happens then is two things on a biological level, your body needs a certain amount of carbs. And so on a biological level, the more you restrict that thing that your body needs, your body's incredibly smart. It wants 
the things that it needs to survive and to function optimally. And I've worked with so many women who are like, I feel exhausted on my diet. I am losing hair. My, my nails are brittle. My skin is dry, but at least I'm losing weight. Mm -hmm. And that's your body telling you certain things. Like I'm not working optimally and it is taking all of that energy that it needs from like those essential bodily functions Mm -hmm. towards just keeping you alive. And so we focus so much on, on weight loss, but we sacrifice our actual physical and mental health in the process. Mm. So that's just on a biological standpoint. And then on the psychological side, restriction leads to binging. The more we feel deprived, it's, it's, I always use a bow and arrow um, analogy. The more you pull that, that arrow back, the more you say no to a craving, the more you deprive yourself, the more tension you create, Mm -hmm. right? The more you build up these cravings, which is why, yeah, you can do a diet for a couple of weeks. And then eventually those cravings start to feel uncontrollable because you have been putting these certain foods on a pedestal. You have been saying no to certain foods when you have those cravings. And then eventually when you've pulled that arrow back for long enough, that tension is so, so thick and so strong that when you eventually cave in, whether it's at a birthday party or you've had a really stressful day, that arrow is going to shoot a long way. And you're not just going to have the one cookie. You're not just going to have that one slice of cake. You're going to eat all of the foods that you've been restricting for so long, because Mm -hmm. in your head, you're saying, I'm never going to have these foods again. I'm going to have it all now. I've broken my rule and I'm just going to start again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's just followed with more guilt more sense of distrust with ourselves. Like I can't control myself around certain foods. I have no willpower. And then you start again, you go back on that restriction because you think more rules and more willpower and more discipline is the solution when that's actually the thing causing the problem. Tell me a little bit about your clients. Do you have, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, is it, it, it people who feel they're overweight or people who are you know, too big, too small. I mean, tell who, who are these people who are, it's really a body image issue. It's not necessarily about eating, but it's really about body image, isn't it? That's how it starts. It uh-huh. starts with this initial desire to change our bodies. And that's why we diet, right? We, a lot of us say we go on a diet to be healthy, but most of these diets aren't about health. They're about shrinking our bodies. Because I've asked a lot of people, okay, if this diet that you're on right now didn't change your body at all, would you still do it? And most people will say no, because it's miserable. I don't like it. A lot of them don't feel well on it because they're starving. They're, they're depriving themselves of essential things that their bodies need. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mo- I would say 99% of the people I work with, it starts with this initial desire to change our bodies. And that is when the dieting starts. Mm -hmm. And then the more you diet, the more you gain weight over time. That's just science that has shown that yo-yo dieting, jumping from one diet to another, 
It puts a lot of stress on your body. It slows down your metabolism. It teaches your body to hold on to more fat mm. because it doesn't recognize that you're doing these diets on purpose. It doesn't recognize that you are restricting on purpose. It thinks that food and consistent food or certain types of food is not available. And so it holds on to fat for that next time that you potentially will go some time without fuel. It needs to have those reserves, which is why most women feel like here I am 20 years later, I've done 20 diets and I'm heavier than I've ever been. And I mm -hmm. look at a piece of cake and I feel like I gained weight. That's yeah. just the, your natural biology. Yeah. Well, that, that is really the way we were back in the cave days, right? We really mm -hmm. didn't know that when the next meal was coming, we had to catch it or forage for it. And here we are living in modern society where food is just plentiful, you know, just down the block or at the store. And, but your biology really hasn't changed, has it? Exactly. It's, it's our human mechanism of keeping us alive, of trying to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem about that is 99.9 .9 of the women I work with think that the reason they're here today is because of an initial, like an innate problem with them. It's their fault. They weren't able to stick to a diet. They mm -hmm. didn't have enough willpower when really those diets were never meant to work in the first place. 95 to 98% of diets fail within two to five years. Mm. And two thirds of dieters will gain back more weight than they originally lost over time. And so these diet industries they love to have repeat customers and yeah. they love to make you believe that you can't do this on your own. You can't live a healthy life on your own because every time that you've gone off of Weight Watchers or you've gone off of keto, you just fell off the wagon and you gave, you gave in and ate all the foods. Got it. So what, what's, what's the way out of this? We, we just have a couple minutes left here and we'll go into this more in the next segment, but what's, what's, what's the way out? How do you get out of this trial? So the very first step, most people I work with have hit rock bottom mm -hmm. diet, rock bottom. And so it's about rejecting the notion that dieting is the answer mm -hmm. because it's, it's such a norm. Everyone around us is dieting. It is. And it's hard because it's like swimming upstream against what everyone else is doing. But we have to realize that all of these before and after pictures that we see, we see before and after we don't see before, after and after when they've mm -hmm. gained that weight back years later. Mm -hmm. And we don't see what's really going on behind it with the food obsession and the weight anxiety and the social isolation that comes along with dieting. Right. And so that is where we all need to start is to recognize the, the damage that dieting has done and to start putting the blame and the responsibility on the diet industry who has made us believe that our bodies always need to be smaller, that our bodies are not worthy the way that they are. And we need to stop equating a smaller body with a healthier body. Good. That's Great. where it needs to start is recognizing that you are not the problem for not being able to adhere to a diet. 
the dieting is the one that has failed you. Good. So we're talking with Sabrina Magnan and it's sabrinamagnan.com. Uh, and, and Magnan is M-A-G-N-A-N, Sabrina, M-A-G-N-A-N.com, sabrinamagnan.com. And you can visit her, but stay with us because we're going to be back after these messages. I want to talk more with Sabrina about her history, how she got into this and her experience. Um, so stay with us. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health Media. And again, you can watch us at gotohealthmedia.com. You can listen to us on Voice America, as well as seven other podcast networks. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right. Welcome back. We're talking with Sabrina Magnan. She's a certified health coach who helps women stop binging and feeling controlled by food without dieting or giving up the foods they love. So Sabrina, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this. So as most people in this field, I help people who struggle with something that I struggled with. So mm. my struggle with body image with food started when I was 16. Um, it started with that initial desire to lose weight, to change my body. 
I was a competitive synchronized swimmer growing up, which focuses extremely on how small your body can be. It's wow. very much like dancing, which is about aesthetics, how thin your legs can be, what your body looks like. And so of course, when I got out of the sport and I was taught that my worth was directly related to what my body looked like, I had this crazy fear of gaining weight. And because I was so used to training 25 hours a week, I now had to navigate this new world of, okay, how do I eat in a way that is healthy? How do I take care of my body? And so I did what everyone else would do is I went online and I looked at the best way to lose weight and started doing all of these things, started cutting down, starting, um, not eating pasta, started eating zucchini noodles instead of real noodles, being afraid of bread. Um, I started counting my calories. I did 1200 calorie diets. I tried everything out there and I went through that for many, many years. And the more that I thought that reaching a certain weight would make me happy, the more I realized that I was feeling obsessed and controlled with food. I would be good all day. I would count my calories. I would eat my salads. And then nighttime would come around and it was like, I couldn't control myself. I would eat everything in the kitchen and then I would feel guilty and I would beat myself up and I would tell myself tomorrow, I'm going to start again. I'm going to be better. And it was a constant cycle of just trying to be good for a couple of days and then breaking and then telling myself I would start again. And with every cycle, I just became more obsessed with food. I hated my body more. And I just went up and down and up and down and it was causing me a lot of pain because I was going out to the restaurant and I would order the salad because it was a healthy thing. And I would look at my friends eating their burgers and wish that I could eat like them. I wish that I could have a normal relationship with food. I wish mm -hmm. that I could eat normally. And that was something that took over my life for six plus years. That sounds so controlling and so like so much work, <laughs> so much work. It robs yeah. you of thinking about anything else. You're thinking about food 24 mm seven. -hmm. So do you, do you still do synchronized swimming or you're out of the sport? At this point? I'm out of the sport now. Okay. It's wonder. It's a wonderful sport. <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. sport, but I can imagine. Yeah. It's really very focused on what you look like. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you work with people when people come on? What, what kind of work do you do to get them out of this terrible, you know, binge and, and, you know, diet kind of lifestyle? So I work with women in a group setting and what we work on is we work a lot on identifying those mindsets and that that mentality that is causing all of the guilt and all of the shame and the all or nothing thinking and the self-sabotage. And so it's really important. Number one is to uncover those, those mindset blocks, because as long as you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? Like so many people will just slap a bandaid on the wound and say, I'm just going to restrict, right? I'm just going to eat this and not eat that. But they don't ask themselves, 
but why do I struggle with this in the first place? They don't get down to the bottom causes of the emotional reasons why that happens. Then you can keep slapping that bandaid all you want for years and years, but you're never actually going to treat the problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then we need to learn to reconnect and build trust in our bodies, right? When I start working with my clients, like I said before, they don't know how to eat. They don't know how to stop eating when they're full. They don't know what foods make them feel good. They, they have so much confusion. And so my goal is to make them an expert on their own bodies. It's to have them tune in to their internal signals, because as long as you're relying on calorie counting apps or meal plans or someone else who's telling you how to eat, you are constantly going to be on this hamster wheel because what happens when you go on vacation or when you're not able to rely on someone else and you still haven't learned how to eat for yourself. Mm-hmm. Every unique body has a unique solution that is going to be based on your needs, your preferred eating schedule, your uh, family's needs, your preferences of what you like to eat or not. And so helping everyone reconnect and trust their bodies again is essential if you're ever going to have a normal and healthy relationship with food. So do you basically ask people to give up their body image and, and ignore it? No, not at all. And that's something I say is you don't necessarily have to lose that desire to lose weight, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's in our society. It's there It might, but we need to put it on the back burner because if you are constantly worrying about how every single food you put into your body is going to affect your weight the next day, You can never hope to have a healthy and peaceful relationship with food because Mm -hmm. every time you sit down in front of a plate, you're looking at it in terms of this has 500 calories. This is a carb. This is a fat. This is Mm going to make me fat. And it's a constant shatter in your brain. And that's something I do in my program is how to silence that voice that is constantly making you feel guilty about every food choice that you make because guilt is what triggers overeating. If we Mm -hmm. feel guilty about eating that one piece of pie or that cookie, we have these food rules that tell us you've already broken a rule. So might as well break all of the rules, get Mm -hmm. all of that guilt out and then just start again tomorrow. And then we just bypass what our body is telling us of I'm full. This doesn't feel good. Stop giving me these foods. And then we feel sick and uncomfortable after. Right. And I'm sure when people binge, they probably don't binge on the healthiest of foods either. (laughs) No, we binge on those foods that make us feel guilty. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's very interesting. Wow. Wow. So we're really going, we're going for the guilt, huh? Yeah, because it's as long as that guilt is there. And this is something else I, I do in my program is making peace with all foods, putting all foods on the same level so that in a day you could have a donut and you could have a salad and not feel like one is making you good. And the Mm -hmm. other one is making you bad. It's about learning how to have that one piece of pie or that cake 
and then walking away and not feeling and not thinking about it for 24 hours after or feeling like you have to make up for it or Mm -hmm. burn it off. Now you've talked about all this control that people have over eating. And there's a term that you mentioned before the show that I wanted to explore called orthorexia. Can you explain what that is? Yeah. So I struggled with many disordered eating patterns when I was going through that many disordered eating patterns that most people think are normal because it's been normalized by diet culture, telling ourselves that we need to earn our food, feeling bad for eating after 8 PM. Cause we think our bodies just can't process food after 8 PM. And it's all going to turn to fat, um, skipping meals, um, over exercising to make up for foods that I ate. So I, I had a lot of disordered eating behaviors and it eventually turned into an eating disorder, which is called orthorexia, which most people don't know about. And it's this unhealthy obsession with being healthy. Mm. And so mm. it's constantly feeling like all of your food has to be clean, knowing every single calorie in every single food, um, over exercising. I, used to run half marathons, even though I hated it because I thought it was the best way to burn as many calories as possible. Um, I over, I had a bunch of overuse injuries because I was exercising so much. Mm-hmm. I would say no to going to a social event on a Friday night because I had to be in the gym at 6am the next morning. Mm. Um, and you're on this just constant hamster wheel of thinking about what's in my food, how can be as pure as possible? How can I exercise off this food? And it, it's a prison because you're living in your head. So how long, when people are in your program, I'm going to ask how long do people in the program take, but how long did you take too, to kind of rid yourself of this disordered thinking and behavior? What's the, what's the length that people are in your program to where they, you know, feel they really have much better control? Well, I shouldn't even say that. That's not the right word, but where they enjoy food much more and it's not such, not such an, an enemy. Yeah, that's a great question. So I created the program that I wish that I had when I was going through all of this Mm -hmm. because I had to figure this out on my own and it took me years. And I mean, two to three years of learning and experimenting and trial and error and going back and regressing. And that's why I put everything, all of the steps, because there is a progression that you need to take. And if you start at step 10, and that's where most people might start, they're like, okay, I know that I have to let go of dieting. So I'm just going to stop the rules and I'm just going to stop restricting. And then they fall off the wagon and then they fall back into dieting. And so there needs to be steps. There's needs to be a foundation. There's building blocks we need to work on so that you don't fall back into that so that you make peace with food, but you're also still able to take care of your health. This is about your health, right? Letting go of dieting is the best thing that you can do for your health because what we talked about earlier on. And so my program, I work with them for three months where they learn every single step and I help them apply it because you can learn how to ride a bike by reading a book 
But when you actually hop on that bike and you put it into practice, you are going to fall. You are going to learn. You need someone who is going to actually teach you and give you the coping mechanisms and the strategies and the tools to handle those day-to-day challenges as you're going through this, because it's not easy to go against the grain. It is not easy to do this process on your own. So you're really going in a teaching people to go in a different direction from what is general in society. I mean, there is so much, you know, if you watch TV, uh, there are so many commercials on, you know, for this weight loss program, that weight loss program. Um, and some of them pro- provide the food, um, but it's, it, it's just, you're really swimming upstream. I am. And the biggest fear that I have from the women I work with before they start working with me is what if I fail again? Mm. I have failed so many times in my life. I think there's something broken with me. And if there's anyone listening right now who feels the same way, you need to ask yourself, are you really the one who has failed or have all of these diets who have met, have never been made to work, who have always been made to keep you as a repeat customer because it's a billion dollar industry, have they been the one who have failed you? Mm-hmm. And doing something different is the key because if you keep going down that cycle and you keep just trying the same thing in different iterations time and time again, You're going to keep the same result that you've gone for the past 10, 20, 30 years. And it only gets worse with time. And so again, let me just, let me just uh, take a moment here. We're talking with Sabrina Magnan. It's M-A-G-N-A-N. And if you want to go to her website, it's sabrinamagnan.com. And uh, if you want to also put in there, let's connect. Um, you can get in touch with Sabrina. So that's Magnan is M-A-G-N-A-N. So Sabrina, we have just a couple of minutes before our next break. What's the one thing that most people miss that would drastically improve their health? Oh, good question. I would say if I'm speaking specifically about the women I work with Mm -hmm. is not focusing so much on what you eat, what you eat, what you shouldn't eat, but focusing on how and why you eat. Hmm. And that is why I focus so much on the mindset part of it, because the, you, you know, what is healthy or not, right? We all know, eat more fruits, more vegetables, eat more fish. We know this stuff. And the problem isn't knowledge. The problem is our relationship with those foods that we eat, because Mm -hmm. as long as there is that guilt or we categorize foods as good and bad, then we are more likely to have those destructive behaviors of overeating and emotional eating and binging. And it's that it's giving our body more food than it needs. That's the part that harms our health. It's not having that cookie once in a while. It's having the cookie and the chips and the brownies and all in one sitting because it's triggered by that guilt of eating that thing in the first place. Yeah. So I think what's worth everybody thinking about is when you think about eating food, how much guilt 
is involved and why are you eating or why are you not eating? That can get you on as a good start to thinking about, you know, why you're trying to change your body. Um, and maybe that's not the right thing to be looking at, but it's better for your health to be talking about how you can eat healthily. So we're talking with Sabrina Magnan. She's at sabrinamagnan.com. And she's a, a health coach who's been very effective. With, she has over 1,300 uh, clients from around the world. Everything is online and she does group coaching, uh, mostly for women. Do you have any men in your program? Uh, no, I've mostly been with women. Yeah. Okay. All right. So good. So we're talking with Sabrina Magnan. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health Media. You can visit us at gotohealthmedia.com. You can watch us there or you can listen to us on Voice America and also seven other podcast networks. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? We don't think so. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Ed Cheney. Ed and his guests will explain full-spectrum CBD, using the whole hemp plant for good health and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. to Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day, we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, this is Jonathan Marks, and you can watch us on GoToHealthMedia.com 
www.voiceamerica.com. You can listen to us on Voice America and also seven other podcast networks. We're talking today with Sabrina Magnan. She's a certified health coach, board certified by the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches. And she's also um, has a degree in functional health coaching. So Sabrina, let's talk in this last segment about how people join your program, what they do, how do they get involved? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the first step, they can connect with me by using that link that you are sharing. So going to my website, sabrinamagnow.com for slash let's connect. Um, I like to talk to everyone that I start working with because I want to make sure that you are doing a program that is right for you. There are so many people out there who are just trying to take your money, who are just trying to um, have their philosophies, have their techniques been thrown onto you. And if it's not right, if you are not there, then I am going to be totally honest with you. And I will point you in the best directions for the stage that you're at. Mm -hmm. The women that I work with have pretty much hit diet rock bottom. And so they are aware that every attempt to lose weight has ended in failure where what they think is failure. Um, they are tired of valuing each day based on if their scale is up or down, they think about and worry about food all of the time. They've gained the same weight, 20, the same 20 pounds over and over again, and they don't know how to eat anymore. And they want to live a life where they have freedom again, where they have, they can free that mental space that mm -hmm. is consumed with anxiety around food and their weight yeah. and focus on things that really matter. And they want to learn how to eat in a way that is enjoyable again, that is sustainable. And they don't want to ever have to fall back into that cycle that they've been stuck in for so long. Sabrina, who do you turn away from the program? I mean, when you, when you do an interview, who, under what conditions would you say, you know, this is not for you and let me send you somewhere else. Tell, tell us a little bit about that so people can compare and contrast. Yeah. So anyone who is willing to pursue weight loss at all costs, which means I am willing to sacrifice my mental health. I'm willing to sacrifice sometimes my physical health. If that means I will get in a smaller body and my primary objective is to get you to a place where you are both emotionally and physically healthy, right? Because learning how to be an intuitive eater, learning how to move away from dieting does not mean anti-health and actually letting go of dieting is the best thing that you can do for your health. Mm -hmm. And so people who are not willing to sacrifice that, that desire that I, I just want to be in a smaller body and it, I don't, I don't care how I get there, right. then I'm not going to be there for you because I care about your joy. I care about your happiness. And I love working with moms because our daughters, our sons, they learn from what you do, right? right. Not from what you say. And so when I help my clients, like I work with so many moms who say, I'm teaching my daughter how to view foods as good and enjoyable and how to have a good relationship with their own bodies. That makes me feel so good because the earlier on you can learn this stuff, 
the better off you are and the less likely you are to fall into that cycle that just gets worse over time. And so if you are a mom and you want to teach your kids the right habits and the right relationships with food, and you don't want them to go through that same cycle that you've been going through, then I would say you are the prime candidate for this program. Great. So we're talking with Sabrina Magnan. That's at sabrinamagnan.com. That's M-A-G-N-A-N. So Sabrina, let me ask um, how long, so when people, how much time do are people engaged in your program? Let's say in a week. Was it once a week, every day? Okay. Yeah. So my group program, we have group coaching calls every week. And so mm-hmm. I offer two hour long calls and they also have access to a full online portal of every possible tool, training, worksheet guide that they need in one spot. So if you are wanting to heal your relationship with food, with your body and put a stop to all of the emotional eating and the binging, and you know that this would take you so much time trying to gather information, like I said, This is where you have everything in one spot in a step-by-step manner. And then every week, as you're going through these steps, as you're learning and implementing, that's where you get to talk to me personally and the other members of the group who are going through the exact same journey as you, where you can ask questions, you can share your wins, you can share your feedback. Um, It's the community environment that has been such an amazing and valuable benefit to it because you're not alone. People are going through the exact same thing as you. And a question that you might not think about asking someone else is going to ask, and I'm going to be there to offer you that mindset shift or that tool or that coping mechanism that you need right there. So Sabrina, tell us a little bit about, because I'm interested in this, what kind of emotional reaction or response you have when you see somebody succeeding based upon your coaching? What's it like for you? I have cried many times. I will be Mm -hmm. completely honest. Mm -hmm. I have cried many times on my calls because the kind of transformations that the members of my group get are life changing. They, this is something that they all say, I wish I had done this 20, 25 years ago, because not only does it change your entire health, the way that you view food, but what I teach you in terms of the mindset work, it gives you a different perspective on life. I've had people who have had the courage to go after job promotions that they weren't going after before, Hmm. who have gone into relationships because they were so afraid of sharing their life with someone that that kept them small for so long. I have women who have told me that they have completely changed the way that they approach food with their kids and that they are able to be more present in their relationships with their husbands. They're able to play more with their kids. They're more joyful. They have more smiles on their face. Like Mm -hmm. to see that their entire life is transformed from this I always said when I started my business, if I can help just one person come out of this, then I've done my job. And to see how much of an impact this program has had, um, 
it makes me excited and so thankful to show up every single day for this job. That's great. That's, that's really wonderful. That's very touching. So, but before you get there, I'm sure many people come to your program, women specifically, who, who have this sense of failure, of loss. I mean, how do you get past that? It's a lot of it is understanding where to place the blame right? And understanding, and I have a full module where I talk about the cost that dieting has had on you Mm -hmm. and understanding that this sense of failure that we have, it's not coming from a character flaw that you have. So if you are sitting there right now and you have been dieting your entire life and you have gone failure after failure and you feel like there is something wrong with you, Please know that every single woman I've worked with has had that same feeling and have had the same fear about investing yet again in their health, but investing in this, in changing your relationship with food, with your body, with yourself, doing that work now is going to benefit you for the long run because yes, maybe you've invested so much money in diets and maybe you feel like all of that money has gone to waste, but by giving up and telling yourself that there's something wrong with you and not being open to doing something different, you have to realize that the cost that that has for you now, for your future, for your kids is so much higher. It really, yeah, it really is. You don't want to stay stuck there. You really don't want to stay stuck. Yeah. I've, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I've been there and I would never wish that upon anybody. And I know how much it impacts every single area of your life, not just your health, but your self-esteem, your confidence, your relationship with your kids, your job, it's everywhere. Yeah. So if you don't mind sharing, because you talked about uh, a few minutes ago, how a lot of the women who come to your program are actually rock bottom with term in terms of, you know, just being having feel like they failed with this, Mm -hmm. whatever kind of weight they're trying to lose or body transformation. What was your breaking point? Um, my breaking point happened in university when it was, it wasn't this one day, it was kind of a period in my life where I came to realization that I had all of these things that I was doing in the pursuit of health, Mm -hmm. quote unquote health and, um, and happiness and confidence, all of these things that I thought I was going to get by having a smaller body. I was in that smaller body and I was more depressed and more unhappy than I had ever been. Mm. I had lost so many friends because I was saying no to going to the restaurants. I was saying no because I had to go to the gym or I was not myself because I was living in my head. It was always about food and my weight. And it was kind of this period of realizing, is this what healthy and happy means? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? And when I looked at a future of having kids and having brunch on a Sunday morning and feeling an anxiety attack because I'm putting maple syrup on my pancakes Mm. or going on spontaneous ice cream dates and just living life, 
the the way I was doing it was not going to allow that for me. And mm. that's not the life that I wanted to live. That's Good. not what health was. Good for you. Good for you. Because, you know, when you're in that kind of state where you're just so down and depressed, it's hard to make those decisions to even break away from what you're doing and take a look at, you know, what could I be doing differently? Yeah, exactly. And when we're in our, in our own bubble, we don't see those blocks. We don't see those blind spots. We don't see what we're doing wrong. And that's why I think everyone, no matter what area in your life you need to work on needs to get a coach to help bring that out. Good. Well, I hope those who are listening today um, are using this as an anchor to reach out to get some help. If you feel like you're the end of your rope in terms of having failed at a diet or having failed at body transformation, um, it take just ask yourself, is that really a healthy way to live? There are alternatives, and that's what Sabrina is offering you. We're talking today with Sabrina Magnan. That's M-A-G-N-A-N sabrinamagnan.com. Sabrina, I'm so glad you've come on the show today. Thank you for making this time to share your love and your passion with everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I just wanted to say that Sabrina and I met um, recently on, we were both taking an online class and Sabrina was in a hot seat and she presented herself so beautifully that I just said, Hey, I got to get her on the show. And I'm so glad that you agreed and came on because I think that what you're, what you're doing and what you're sharing is so, so important for people's health. I so appreciate you giving me this opportunity to spread that message and give people that perspective change. Good. That's, that's my purpose. So we've been talking with Sabrina Magnan at sabrinamagnan.com. That's M-A-G-N-A-N, sabrinamagnan.com slash let's connect. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health. And as I've said before, you can watch us at gotohealthmedia.com. You can also listen to us on Voice America Radio, as well as Google, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, and tune in radios uh, and we're heard internationally. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this show. We'll be back again with another uh, great guest next week. I love doing this show, folks. I just have to tell you, it's so much fun meeting all these people. I learn so much every time that I come on and I hope you do too. And I hope you're finding this valuable. So till we meet again next week, stay healthy and go to health. That's what we say. This show is enables you to elevate your life with expert health news you can use. So go to health. Take care, everybody. Thanks again, Sabrina. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at gotohealthmedia.com and elevate your life.